Mm. Hello. Thank you for listening to and watching um, You Had Options. This episode, I have Kevin and Andrew from the Birmingham, Alabama uh, melodic punk band qualifier. Uh, it's a great conversation. Uh, we go through the history of qualifier, kind of talk about uh, Birmingham music scene, talk about different uh, spaces here, uh, how many bands are going on right now. Um, talk about Andrew's uh, old house venue called God's Butt. Yeah, this is a great conversation. Go check them out uh, at Qualifier AL on Twitter and Instagram. Go check them out on Spotify, wherever you get music. They're on Bandcamp. Uh, yeah, check out You Had Options at You Had Options um, on Twitter and Instagram. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go review. Any, anything and everything all that stuff uh, yeah thanks for listening thanks for watching hope you enjoy Kevin, thank uh, you for joining me. Hello. How's oh, it going? Here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having us. We're going. Yeah. 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 What's um, up? Sorry for being late. It's okay. I'll own to that. It's okay. Yeah, I'll say again, we probably ran through all of the good stuff mm-hmm. when we weren't recording and waiting on you. I'm going to like find out that a whole different version of this comes out that's already <laughs> been done. Without you. I, that I never even saw. Yeah. Mm. But you guys are qualifier. Yeah, just us. Just, oh, no this is pretty much it. This is pretty much it. <laughs> uh, like, there, there are three others, but right. you know, I, I'm I'm band dad and he's band mom. Is that true? Is that accurate, Andrew? Uh, I mean, that's fine with me. Yeah, I I make sure everybody washes their hands. And uh, I was being generous with band mom, honestly. <laughs> no, no, I'll ta- I'll I'll take that responsibility. I I mostly yell at everyone, so that's you know that's fine. I can yeah. handle band mom. I'm I'm good at that. But yeah, we're here. I, I mean, I think any successful band or any band that wants to continue being a band, you gotta you got roles. I was about, I was about to say, dude, you're, you're, <laughs> you have you're, to you're delegate. Saying, you're saying a lot with successful though. <laughs> Hugely successful. First of all, dial those adjectives back. Yeah, Secondly, continue being a band. No, is correct. Yeah, right. I mean, it, and and you can have too many people that want to be responsible, and it becomes a problem. That's right. Um, too many you cooks. Have, everybody has to know what their role is. I, I mean, wouldn't mind one or two more though. Kevin has to do everything like you know merch and booking shows and shipping stuff and then you know Tyler writes like fun leads that make our songs sound better yeah. and you know that's everybody's got their role right yeah if we had Tyler booking shows like or Tim God if we had Tim booking shows imagine the places we would go yeah we would end up in like we would end up in the middle of nowhere on like a Wednesday night at one in the morning. You never know. 
It's good. Everybody I've knows done that what, myself. Though. Everybody yeah, knows I've what they're supposed enough, to yeah. do. <laughs> I mean, how how long have y'all been together? Hmm. It's almost embarrassing to admit. Probably. I I guess. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. No. Earlier than that, because um, because my daughter was born in February of 2019, and our second show was with the Descendants, and that was March of 2019. Okay, so... my daughter was a month old when we played with the Descendants, so probably humble, like humble middle, of, middle of 2020, well, I guess. Well, what? No, Prob- middle of 2018. Pro- 2018, yeah, yeah, because like... We Four years. we had a we had a while of just me and Andrew and a revolving door of people yep. trying to do shit. Andrew called me and was like, I've "Got these songs, I want to do a band," and I was like, "Sick!" And we had another guitarist and we were just kind of learning them. And then we had another drummer and going through it for a bit. Um, that guitarist fell out, and we brought in Tim recorded our first EP demo and um, with just me on guitar. So we were a four piece. Yeah. And then shortly after that, I I think it was before we played our first show because our first show was our, our EP release, our tape release. Yeah. And that was like January of 2019. That drummer had already left. And then we brought Reagan in. Yeah. He never brought Tyler in. And then that's been the, January twenty nineteenth feels fair. Okay, we'll never have a sh- an anniversary because it it wasn't a thing, and then one day it was. One one um, day I can look at. Uh, we practiced for probably six months before we ever played a show. Yeah, I more can, than that, probably honestly, trying to figure out who who was going to do everything, and I mean Tyler didn't even record for the first EP. The first EP was just me, you, Tim, and a drummer that we don't have anymore. Yeah, I said recording that. it. Yeah, and so. <laughs> I don't know, like this lineup. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe could, it's January 2019, something like that. I could look at whenever that was released and then just say that's the day. Yeah, but that's somewhere around fine. there. Yeah. The uh, had had y'all been in bands together before? Or did no. you both grow up in Birmingham? We area? did, but we didn't really know each other. Mm-hmm. We uh, like we knew. I knew who Andrew was, uh, for because he were he had a venue in Birmingham. It was, fucking basement called god's butt <laughs> okay uh and he, he can elaborate on god's butt but they i mean it was just a house in glen iris where they'd have punk and hardcore shows it wasn't just a house uh, it was a home so much more yeah. <laughs> live laugh love dude it was a beautiful uh home. but we met we met because we we bonded over a mutual love of roller coasters. Yeah, that's really. True. And we took a trip to Cedar Point. Oh shit! The the Holy Land. Yeah, the roller indeed. Yeah, and we we went three or four years in a row, and then finally we were just like, we should start a fucking punk band. Roller coaster I had a couple band. of songs in the bag, and I knew what they sounded like, and I knew what kind of band I wanted to have. Kevin seemed like the kind of guy that would be into it, so I asked him, and he said, yeah. And then we went through about eight different people of trying to figure out who else was going to be in the band, and that took a minute. Um, But I knew Tim from um, playing old shows at Cave Nine back in the day, Mm -hmm. and I was a big fan when I was in high school of Tim's band, The Payoff, growing up. Um, and And I just knew him through all of that, and then... 
to be honest, we were, we met Reagan through our drummer that we had before. Uh, because Reagan showed up to one of our practices one day and got behind the kit, and we liked what he sounded like. Um, and then that ended up being a thing and what? working out. I knew Reagan forever. Dude. Yeah, my, I, I mean, my, I had seen him play, and I had honestly forgotten about him. It's a, it's and a then, cold world, my, brother. And then he showed up. If you're late for if you're late for band practice, up to practice, and he messed around a little bit, and we were like, "That sounds pretty." He good. knew our old drummer and was coming to like work on his drums, mm. and I knew Reagan. Like my first hardcore band when I was like seventeen, he was he's like five years younger than me, and he'd come to shows. There are pictures of him like grabbing the mic yeah. from me and singing and shit. Yeah. But I knew he was an incredible drummer, and I thought he fell off the face of the earth. I yeah. hadn't seen him in forever. And then he showed up. I'm like, fuck, Reagan still lives here. And there, so there's only so many quit. viable drummers in a place like Birmingham, right? Like, yeah, especially think, yeah. for punk. Like, I think that's any scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's only so many guys you can like find, and 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 then when you start talking about really, really like top tier good punk drummers, right. Which makes or breaks a band. Like in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. for stuff like this, like if you have a really solid tight drummer. That can that's the difference. The thing between is, between your band sounding really tight and your band sounding really sloppy. Reagan's right. not a punk drummer. He he doesn't listen to fucking punk, dude. I think he heard his first Green Day song like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We had to sit him down. But you know, he's he plays hardcore and and metal oh, okay. and shit. So like, it it was a pretty easy transition once we were like, sound like this. Yeah. He was like, all right, got it. Yeah. It's it's chill. Yeah. The uh. So, yeah, Andrew, we just met tonight. Right. But, like, me and my girlfriend, who you might see later if she comes out here. Word. Uh, we just moved up here in, like, June-ish from Mobile. Okay. And so, um, yeah, the music scene here, there's a lot. Of, it seems to be a lot going on, especially with, like, metal and hardcore. Yeah. 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 It seems like there's been a... Has it res- always been that way? or Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, like, it almost seems like there's been kind of a resurgence in the past, like, five or six years. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it hit, like, a lull, and then, like, these younger kids that are going to UAB and coming yeah. up, and they're all moving into houses together, much like he had God's butt. You've got the hatch now mm-hmm. where all these uh, guys yeah, live yeah. together. Um, and they're making bands. And so it seems like there are a lot more young kids making bands now and booking shows. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's gotten a lot bigger as of recently. You just moved up at a great time. Mm. Uh, how are you liking Birmingham? Compared I, I to love Mobile? Birmingham. Birmingham's yeah. great. I listened, when I was listening to the one you did with Nick from Direct Hit, it was funny because I was watching it and I thought you were right in there in your living room and then you said you were still living in Mobile and thinking about moving to Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, It's the same couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was like, okay, maybe it's just the same couch, but it was set up like right in front of a window as well. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Similar setup. Yeah, yeah. God, man. Yeah. I had a sick apartment in Mobile. Hell yeah. That's only, <laughs> I just missed my shower from Mobile. That's, yeah. only, that's the only thing I missed. Yeah. It was like, it was this apartment complex and the shower was like the length of the bathroom. Fuck yeah. And so it was like one of those huge, like at a nice, like casino, just like walk right hotel. In. Yeah, yeah, dude. Man. Yeah. It's a big difference moving from a nice apartment to a fucking 
old house in, in an old neighborhood. Yeah, we like this yeah. is a nice house. I'm we there. like it. I'm yeah. like, no, it's a beautiful house. I, God, I live in a house Kevin, just get like the it. fuck out of here. <laughs> but <laughs> I've been there where I had like a new apartment complex. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, all right, I'm going to buy a house in a cool neighborhood in Birmingham. Yeah. And be like, I mean, what was the house built? Like the. 50s? I think this is the thir- I think I looked and this is like the thirties. Thirties, yeah. 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 My, my my old one in East Lake was in the forties, and it was very similar. It was a fantastic house. I loved it. Yeah, there's a cool like <clears throat> there's a uh, crawl space that's like yeah. it's more like a walking space that right. I recently got access to. It, it Wait, looks, what do you mean recently? Because they didn't have a key for it, and so I was like, I'd like to get in there and see if there's like act, like something like it. Like store in there. How many squatters? <laughs> there wasn't anybody. I didn't see any bones locked, or anything. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was expecting like a, a yeah, like a outlet to be running, right. a power power strip to be running down there. But uh, yeah, I want to put something. I want to put like a weird idol or something in that in there before we like move and just let <laughs> let somebody find it. It's always it's always the best when people like rip up floorboards or take wallpaper off and there's like pentagrams and yeah. shit. Yeah. Or, or like fake bones in the yeah. walls. I left yeah. a note in my Nashville house when I graduated from college. I'm not gonna say where it is or what it says, but there's a note in there someone could find Ooh. in the gingerbread house if they wanted to. That's that was the, that was the name of your yeah. Nashville house. Yeah, we, we had God, a, you got some good what the fuck house did the names. Note say? He's not going to. He can't gonna disclose. Not say it on air. Says, but we'll say it off where, pod. But if anyone says where the, if anyone knows where the gingerbread, the gingerbread house was on Allison Street in Nashville, off of Wedgwood, it stands to this day. I saw it not too long ago. Um, All right. Yeah, there's a note in there. It's it's. Uh, you gotta look for it. You trying to not incriminate yourself? Nah, someone will find it. Someone will find it. There was a, nah. I just I want it to stay a mystery. Someone will find it and they'll be able to contact me when they do. And I don't Ooh, wanna, I like it's a it. long game running. It's going on. Okay. It's going on what oh nine, so like thirteen years now, and I haven't gotten word yet, so it's still out there. I'm not gonna ruin it by some random, you know, chain okay. of event. I don't want a butterfly effect this thing to ending its And I don't I don't wanna way. I don't wanna dox whoever's living there now. And right, like yeah, no, I don't wanna, Well Well we kinda already did that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if they call their home the Gingerhead. No, it wasn't like it wasn't like God's butt. It wasn't on Google Maps or anything. So, was God God's butt was the house, or was it just the venue part? No, basement. Well, so the venue was the just the basement, and there was graffiti, and there was a really nice big tag behind like where the drum set was set up that would say God's butt. Okay, it was it was a pure basement with like a storm cellar exit out the back to the backyard, like a real vintage basement. Okay, Um, but we just kind of generally referred to the house as God's butt. Uh, It was on Google Maps as God's butt. Okay, which was a mistake that I made. Um, we had a couple of bigger shows come through. I think the one that did it was Balance and Composure was okay. playing. And we got a million messages asking where God's butt was. Because there were a lot of people coming from out of town that had no idea. They, yeah, they weren't from here. Sure. They were traveling. Um, and they kept hitting me up. And I finally said, like, I'm going to put this on Google Maps. We were all sitting on the porch. And someone was like, how do you even do that? And we went and did the research. And it turns out it, it takes... 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it takes two days because they mail you a postcard. But you just put in the address. If it isn't claimed, you claim the address. They mail a postcard to the address. You put, you go onto this Google hyperlink. You type in like a five-digit code. It Whatever you want it to be is on Google Maps. Okay. It, 
it turns out it's much harder to make it not be on Google Maps than it is to be on Google Maps. Oh, like, okay. if your landlord, it turns out, like, grew up in that house and has yeah. a lot of sentimental value attached to it, and then, like, one day finds out that it's been renamed God's Butt what on the, the fuck, internet. Dude? Is that a true? Um, that... He gets really upset, and then your old roommates, because fortunately you've moved out at that point, but your old roommates right. have to figure out how to make it not say that on the internet. Oh, and it turns out that it's really difficult to undo that. <laughs> Um, to, to close that door. So, you know, name your house whatever you want, but just know that once you do, it's going to be semi-permanent. Yeah. It's probably Which the best way to do it. Brings me to my next point. Make it count. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. a surprise for you. This is the You Had Options house on Google Maps now. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. We did this You're welcome. Ago. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> no, but it was, it was a great spot. It was, uh, I mean, it was a house, a venue. There was a mini ramp in the back that my damn. roommates built. Um, I can't skate, but nah, most I mean. of them could. There were six of us. We all lived there. We were all in different bands that were... Um, at that time I was in the fourth estate and then we had guys that were in like Ollie the bum and some other bands and everyone was like in and out on tour or at home or whatever. Someone was usually up 24 hours a day. The doors were always unlocked. Um, we had shows pretty consistently. I mean, um, everything from like cruel hand played there once oh, to nice. Menzingers to oh, balance yeah. and composure. Um, we had green seed down there once we had some hip hop shows every now and then. Like, um, it was a really cool spot. It was Were just people taking of, uh, stage selfies with Tom. Uh, no, cause there was no stage. <laughs> it was, it was a Shots good, fired, Tom, it man. was, um, it was a really cool house in that usually there, when you do a house show, like, 80% of the people are sitting around outside. Right. Yeah, yeah. And at, at our house, generally, it was pretty good about, like, we never had any problems. Everyone was inside. Everyone was really respectful. And um, it was a big enough space that you could do some cool stuff there. So we it ran for a good while. It was a nice spot. And um, I drive by it all the time these days. And it's been like the house just got... Uh, sold and bought by someone who immediately like fixed it up and flipped it, and so it's it's not the same anymore. Um, yeah, it and made now me the really fucking sad. hatch is like right down the street. Yeah, but now there's oh, like yeah. a new house that's literally around the corner from where that was. That area of Glen Iris has always had um, spots where it's just a good it's it's a good neighborhood for house shows. There's a lot of college kids, so mm. not a ton of like older adults or people you know with kids and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and a lot of houses with basements, so it just kind of it's yeah. They've the actually right got two. For it. They've got the hatch and then the hatch too. Oh which yeah, is a house I've seen just that. Like around the corner. <laughs> I like that. that. If for whatever reason they can't have it at the first one, they just fucking take the PA over I there. I like it. Uh, last that show we played there last month with school drugs, we had a fucking we had a Mormon or a Jehovah's Witness come up on a bicycle and witness to y'all, dude. He came up and tried to hand he tried to hand Fid from school drugs a like pamphlet. Mm. And Fid was like, No, I'm good, man. And he was like, No, I'll take it. And he was like, No, I You need uh, this more than I do. I don't believe in God <laughs> or religion. He mm-hmm. said something like that. I could see his wheels turning. Yeah. And he wasn't we were all being like nice, like just Didn't no, we're, offend- we're good, yeah, man. Yeah, Thank you. Whatever, yeah. Dude, this guy went to the corner. Of the street, houses on the corner. He went up and stood there. I shit you not, for at least 
all of 20 minutes reading scripture and like <laughs> like out loud oh yeah okay. he was I, yeah I posted a video I'll show hard it to you. tell if he was saving like, souls or casting spells like as he was riding away work. we were trying Either to talk way. to him and be like hey man just curious what religion are you um, because they're from New Jersey so they're like wherever they live they didn't see that a lot Oh, yeah. And so he was like, what religion are you? And he was ignoring us. We thought he couldn't hear us. No, he just didn't want to talk to us anymore. Because when he started preaching, we were like, hey, man, what what are you doing? He he just ignored us for 20 straight minutes, was yelling from his bicycle uh, scripture. We didn't know what he was saying. I was trying to get him to pay eight bucks. Like, there's plenty of unsaved souls. Hey, man, you got to space. There's a lot of souls down here. Yeah, a ton, man. Eight bucks is all it takes. I'll get baptized for eight bucks. (laughs) You come to the show, man. God, dude. Yeah, uh, I guess there's something to be said for uh, the conviction. But, you know, I don't know. It takes guts. That's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But at a certain point, like, it was just a parody, like people yeah. going out there and two stepping in the yard to him preaching. Ah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, do it, do what you're gonna do, I guess. Yeah. So he got out of there and he, I saw him circle the block like two more times, oh, just, like, just looking, yeah. searching, just cruising. Yeah. Uh, but it was also like 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. Mm. You knock on my door at 8 p.m. on a Tuesday, dude. <laughs> it's not the time no. no yeah yeah but like houses like that are so important like oh, house, like house yeah, shows and absolutely god's butt and yeah yeah you need a spot that's like <laughs> you know the auxiliary to the spot like the firehouse or the forge or you know whatever it is at the time like you need somewhere that can run you know stuff when the main spot's not going to be able to run stuff or if it just doesn't fit yeah like the best time i can remember in birmingham was it felt like there were just like venues that were perfect for everything like there was the forge which was like a mile from here that was like Mm -hmm. a great like 350 to 400 kind of bigger cap room and then you had the firehouse in avondale still there you know that was like 75 to 125 like medium medium diy room and then if you wanted to get real cozy like magic city wholesale was still going and it was just literally like an you know an upstairs it was the size of this living room (laughs) it was it was legit but it was great for like like, you know coliseum filmed a music video in that room fucking Um, touche and more and lot of spute played that room balance and composure played that room a lot i I opened for balance and composure in that room to four people paid (laughs) yeah Um, a lot of really good (laughs) bands like that was their first spot in birmingham and the reason they ended up there was because you know they were brand new and yeah, like yeah. you well, couldn't really get a hold of anyone who like ran the firehouse or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so, were ready for the forge yet or whatever. That like, lot of spew and Touche Amore show. This was at their height. I don't know how the fuck they yeah, got. Yeah, that was a different there. situation. But basically, you it's this old old like building in downtowns, just standalone. You can, I you can still see it. It's for 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 sale, lease, rent, whatever. You don't want to buy it because there's no way it was up to code back then. <laughs> okay. But like you walk up the stairs and there's this skinny ass hallway and then legit. The stairs like, were terrifying too. Yeah. You just like weren't getting up there easily. Skinny ass hallway and then straight up a room just this big. Yeah. 
And that show, motherfuckers, room, long hallway, stairs. People were on the stairs just listening. (laughs) You had 15 people in that room. It felt packed. Yeah. And it was fun. Um, but it was good because you had an option for like, you knew, like if you had a reasonable idea of like what type of show you wanted to do, like you had all of those plus houses and having that kind of variety was, was a really nice thing to have. And you, we have some, some of that again today. I mean, we have houses to play in. We still have the firehouse was going, you know, you can do uh parachute shows at Saturn if you yeah. want something that's, you know, like a little more polished or nice or whatever. Have you been to one of those? No, I've seen show? I've seen them call them parachute. What is the parachute Dude, show? So they straight up you've been to Saturn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they straight up just cut the room in half and put up you know, you remember like those in elementary school, those parachutes where everybody would grab the side and fucking oh, yeah, and then and get, get up get under in. it. Yeah, yeah. They have a parachute like that. Okay. They cut the in the middle of the room they just fucking hang it from the ceiling. Okay. And so the band sets up like under the parachute and they set lights up on the floor and oh, okay. turn the lights off and you know, so it's it's much more intimate and for bands that aren't gonna sell out that room. Yeah. But they mostly do I mean, they do a lot of local shows that way. They're all free. Yeah. But it's Saturn so they're sick and they still pay really well. Yeah, yeah you they know, they got the a bands. bar so like people buy drinks, um, people buy merch. Like. But it's really fucking cool. We uh, I booked one not too long ago. And that was our first time doing it and I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um because like unless you're playing to a packed out room, playing on that giant ass stage it's lonely just, up there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can't really see shit because those lights are glaring but you yeah. know <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you can feel it you, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. uh so like it, it's a really cool thing uh that, and we've that played doing. that stage in both directions like we've played that stage where there were 20 people out there right. you know and then there's last year we played that stage when haste asked us to play with oh, them yeah, for like cool. a reunion show and it was packed yeah and it's you know it was crazy um but it's good to have like different size venues and like have options yeah. for different things that you can you know, you can um, you can tap into like but depending on what you need. Will and those guys, Will from Apprehend, and those guys that live in live in the hatch and run the hatch and do all that. That, that shit's it's very cool, very important. Yeah, uh, it's it's nice to have because up until I mean up until Saturn was doing those fucking parachute shows and like you know the firehouse operates as other things. Yeah. Um, so that's not always an option. So yeah. it's it's really sick to have that. We'd like to hereby issue a, a formal uh, expression of gratitude to the kids because um, we're old. The youths. The, the youths, youths of today. Yeah. Thank you, youths of today, for you, you really are carrying the torch of Birmingham. I'm too old. My arms are tired. Um, so, so yeah, Just, I'm still young, all, all kidding aside. Yeah. Oh, Kevin, Kevin's young. All kidding aside. I'm only um, 31, it's dude. cool. It's I don't get to go to these spots that much. I got kids. I got, you know, wife, job, shit, etc. Um, but it is really cool that like every now and then we get asked to play like a show at one of these spots yeah. and I get to go see it and I get to experience it. And I, I would be the last person to take credit for, um, anything positive that's happening in the scene today because my ass just 
shows up to shows that we play and I play them and occasionally if I'm lucky I get to get out and, and see something cool but I'm not going to, to 15 shows a month I'm not Doug uh, or, or you know shout out Doug shout out Doug or any of the, the, the kids that are doing this but uh, I really do think it's it's awesome that there continues to be like this presence of um, really enthusiastic and like-minded people and yeah. scene community, whatever you want to call it. That like keep yeah. like cool shit keeps popping up. They keep doing cool things. Like it just keeps happening, you right. know. And I'm sure like everybody like that's you know ten years older than me <laughs> was sitting there waiting to see what like my age group was gonna do, and then. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You've been talking like 75% of this. Um, and so um, it's really cool to like, you know, you wonder what like the next kids are going to do with yeah. the next kids. And now I'm seeing like 16-year-olds show up when we play and it's like, yeah, I can't wait dude. to see what they do. Start a band, like yeah. figure out what your, you know, what your age group is going to be into and like what kind of stuff you're going to do. What was Mobile like? Uh, we, we played there once. And I think there was like four people paid. That was the Blind Mule. It was that, a bar. bar? Blind Mule it was an yeah. upstairs bar. It was a really Blind cool Mule. fucking bar. Yeah, um, yeah. Blind Mule is kind of <clears throat> so. There's like a downtown strip of like Dolphin Street, and Blind yeah. Mule is like three blocks yeah. off of that. And so there's not a lot of like people just walking around, right. you know. Right. Um, but Blind Mule is cool. We played a lot of shows there. There's the Alabama Music Box. Sure. Which is down there. Right. I've yeah. played the music box before. Yeah, I've played it's, there. Uh, yeah, that's like the ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's like years ago. it's like the punk uh, place to play. Right. Yeah, they get a lot our, of different. Our friend styles David books there. there a lot, but it's typically like bigger shows. Yeah, which I think since I've played there, they've moved. So yeah, they're in a new spot from probably where y'all played. Yeah, but it's like on the same strip. <laughs> The same street. But, like, was there, like, a, a scene there? Or was it yeah. mainly, like, bands would just come through needing a, uh, a fucking spot to play, and you guys just happened to be a band that lived there? So it you was, guys would go out and play, like, Pensacola. Yeah, there's some of that, but there's, like, there'd be waves of, like, people making bands, but it seemed like bands couldn't stay around or stick together. And so, you know, if... I, I kind of, like... <clears throat> same thing I like my ear wasn't to the street of like what was going on and right, maybe there was yeah. stuff going on that I didn't know about but right uh, well yeah, even cool. the bands I don't think there was a local band that I don't played think that so. show I think it was like us I've and never known was a tour package I mean yeah. we just hopped on oh, yeah. I won't claim to be like in the know or anything but I never like heard about a lot of like stuff stuff happening in Mobile, but you're close to Pensacola, and Pensacola, I know, has Pensacola had, like, topic. a great scene for, like, forever. Yeah. Like, I've played a lot of great shows in Pensacola. Shout out Burning Strong. Um, <laughs> Pensacola's always been a spot where I felt like every time we booked a show there, it was going to be great. Yeah. Mobile may have awesome stuff. I may be pissing off someone right now going, like, you stupid motherfucker. You don't even know what we got going in Mobile. Very true. I don't. Um, for whatever reason, you know, sometimes there's just a disconnect. Like, yeah. sometimes you just don't know you know what's going on in another city and it and there's just like some weird connection where like bands from this city connect with bands from this city and there becomes a pipeline where you can just like yeah. run back and forth and then sometimes there's not like you know we've no we know for a fact because we're friends with some of these bands that like there's a really good scene in uh, like Knoxville and 
they have great shows up there. We see the evidence, especially now that we have Instagram and Facebook and stuff. You know, we can see like, oh, that show looked really good. Yeah. Um, I've never played Knoxville once in my life, and I've been you know doing shows for six. I've been doing show out of town shows through the South and the country for like twenty years. I've yeah. never played in Knoxville. I had no idea they had a great scene. They clearly do. We just there's never been like never established that connection. Yeah. So. Um, you know, so Mobile might have a poppin' scene for all I know. Apologies if you do. They've got it's some cool bad. stuff going on now. I think, yeah, they've yeah. got some cool, uh, punkier bands right right now. No, I mean this was like two years ago, three years ago we played. Yeah, yeah it's a minute. Um, but I know the promoter. I know he he's got a band and, and or a couple bands and does some stuff. But I don't, I don't think they played. I'm pretty sure it was just like a. Kind of a last minute throw together. Yeah. So many thoughts. I'm going to keep in my chest. Yeah. Hey man, just keep them there. Keep them right down uh, here. But yeah, it's, yeah, but it's like, there's so many places that are like that where, oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so For many sure. scenes that are, it's just like, uh, whatever, like a small network of people that are keeping the scene alive pretty much oh, yeah. by mm-hmm. booking shows and, you know. And I feel like that's what a lot of people assume Birmingham is. Until they actually fucking come here. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I see people posting for, shows like every day. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a show well, going on all the time. You know, back. I mean, I started. I started. Going to shows here. In like. Oh, five ish. When I was super young, I was like 14. Yeah. And even before that, it was huge. Like, yeah. I mean, Cave Nine was still open. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of the fabled Cave Nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I came in on the tail end of that shit. Yeah. It was huge. And then the firehouse opened. Um, and I mean, we got a bunch of big tours that would come through the firehouse back then. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Mike Parsons. Uh, that's how you do podcasts, right? You just right. shout people out. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out point at the camera. Uh, <laughs> big shout out. But like, there was there was kind of a lull for a bit. Like David would book book shows here, but most people pass Birmingham by. And I feel like this past year, when Sonny from Hate Five Six came down here, friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check that one out, folks. Um. And he filmed. I know Apprehend played that show. Um, San, I can't pronounce. Sansaberg yeah, Swag. Yeah. Yeah. They, dude, that was a crazy fucking show. And Sonny posted on his Twitter like, touring bands, you want to play the fucking Firehouse in Birmingham, Alabama. Dude, for two weeks, I had fucking hardcore and punk bands hitting me up, being like, "Yo, do you play at the Firehouse?" Like. Yeah. People are finally starting to recognize, mm-hmm. oh, there's a lot more than just a fucking Passover. Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of people, there are a lot of young kids that are that are starting to tour and with their bands and yeah, shit yeah. that are helping make that a thing. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Because for for a very long time we've been just kind of a Passover scene. Yeah. The people that know know. That's why Furnace Fest is still a big thing and bands will come back and right reminisce about the old days yeah. but it's not just about the old days anymore though fucking old days are over new days have fucking begun let's mm. let's start making new memories instead yeah, yeah I, th- I don't know it seemed like we went to this uh, we went to this past furnace fest and it seemed like <laughs> yeah there's a lot of like 
<clears throat> there's like I don't mean it's in like a negative way. There's a lot of like nostalgia in Furnace Fest, yeah. but they also have like relevant. Yeah, and yeah. not that any of those bands aren't relevant, right? But you no. know what I'm saying, where I it's like they, they've got younger bands too that are like coming up, and I think I think they do a good job of like balancing balancing yeah. that. I mean. The first year, especially when you bring it back, like it's the fucking return of Furnace Fest. Yeah. They got, especially that year, they got a lot more. I feel like of the the older bands, mm. like bands were like reuniting for Furnace Fest. Exactly, that's the point. It's you know, it's a nostalgia yeah. fest. I mean, yeah. it, you know, they hadn't run one in twenty years. Like that was the idea was we're gonna get all. This is the the vehicle to get all these bands back under the same roof for a weekend. You know, guys that haven't played together, bands that haven't played together for 10, 15 years, like, we can get them all under one roof, and, like, you can come see them all in one stop. Yeah. And I think last year what we saw was that's a difficult thing to reproduce. Yeah. Um, And so I kind of like the way that they're pivoting this year with, like, doing a pre-fest Friday night, like, the shed only. And I think that there's a line. Yeah, and I think that there's a really cool line to be drawn where they, you know, they tapped into some of, like, the first year, like, you had all these nostalgia bands within, like, the turnstile set was nuts. And so, like, you know, you're, like, there's a line to be drawn of, like, you can find these old bands and, like, bring them back, but there's also, like you can incorporate, like, the younger stuff that's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turnstile is so crazy. They became, like, the biggest band. Dude, it seems like people They're all fucking Taco Bell commercials. All Taco Bell dude. commercials now. It's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. It is weird. Like, it's you You listen, like, I remember listening to Time and Space, like, uh, uh, yeah. like four years ago or whatever, when it, however long, three years ago. Yeah. And I remember... 2017. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, like, it, I mean, it was a long time ago. I remember listening to it and being like, this is incredible. Um, yeah. This record is super sick. I, I don't know, like, where you put it. Yeah. Um, it's super cool. What I And I remember thinking to myself, like, what I love about this band is, like, they, you, they will do whatever they feel like. Right, Like, yeah. you can, like, there are songs on here where you can just tell, like, they don't fit... Uh, like an aesthetic or like a cohesive like idea of what this album is supposed to sound like. It's more of like what this album is supposed to feel like. And if like the bass player wants to sing a song yeah. and it's more of like a '90s alt rock song, then like that's just what they're gonna do. And yeah. right. um, they're like, not scared to like just put some stuff out there that's like different. And and now they're you know. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't have pegged it to become like you know no, turnstile dude. opening for Blink One Eighty Two summer twenty twenty three. Did you but. listen to like time or nonstop feeling or like yeah yeah like especially even after that, which I think the first time and only time I saw them pre time and space was at the Forge right, and it was fucking crazy, but like especially time and space even then like. It was one of my favorite fucking records that year. Favorite hardcore records to come out in a while. Yeah. You never would have fucking thought they were playing Jimmy Fallon, dude. So no. like, it's fucking insane. You can hear the they you can hear the accessibility into, yeah. Yeah. Um, that it's you know there it's gonna be more it's gonna get more attention than most hardcore records, but you don't really you didn't expect them to go full on like where they went with like hooks and like, choruses. Do you and, have a hot take drop or anything? You there we go. Do you have a mute button? I'm punching you in. Do you have a mute button on that for whatever he's about to say? better than Glow On. You think so? Yeah. I love both of them. I like Glow On a lot. Don't get me wrong. I wore it out, Time and space. 
I don't know. That just hit me in a it hit me in a different way. Yeah. I, I loved all the memes that were like, if you see this, if you see your neighbor fucking playing this record with the glow on cover, rent's about to go up. <laughs> That's pretty good. But no, it's, it's they're fucking fantastic, and that rules. Yeah, I remember, like, they put out, before they put out Glow On, they had, like, EP of Glow mm-hmm. On songs, and then they made, like, that Michael Jackson-type 20-minute-long yeah, yeah. movie video, yeah. and I was like, yeah. god damn, that's so fucking cool. They just try stuff. They, yeah. I mean, it's, you know... Um, it's cool to see a band with hardcore roots and definitely like hardcore mentality that comes from that scene, you know, just be, uh, you know, just be experimental and try new stuff. And, um, I'm thinking of a certain someone in Birmingham who would say something about they're not trying new things. They just listened to a Jane's Addiction record. Um, shout out Matt. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) But... I don't like obviously like influences are fine. I don't care. It's just you know they. It's the fact that they did it. I mean, it, it, even if you want to say that like it's not, like it's just it's not interesting or it's not new. It's just hardcore with Jane's you know thrown against Jane's addiction. I mean, there's everybody was waiting for somebody to do it. Yeah. You know, they they did it first. Um, and the fact that like they just are willing to try something new is cool. I like, it's nice to hear something that you you know in a genre like hardcore that you just don't hear every day. Yeah, yeah. and, and now that they've that. done it, our next recording we're leaning heavily into Savage Garden. Okay, right on. Um, uh, chicka chicka cherry cola. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was at the gym the other day. I haven't thought about that. That. That Jim Blossom's record with Hey Jealousy and the Matchbox 20 record with the fat guy. Mm. Yourself or something like yeah. you. Ooh. Those yeah. three records like my mom had like when I was just getting into music. And those three CDs were just constantly in my fucking little Walkman portable CD player. Yeah. But I was at the gym the other day and all of a sudden the Savage Garden, I want to stand with you. Uh, yeah. Bathe that, with you in the sea. Bathe yeah. with you. Dude, that song came on and I was like... Holy shit, this song still bangs. It hits, man. This is such a good song. I gotta listen to that record soon. I gotta quit this band. (laughs) I don't know. There's a, uh, there's like an Adidas commercial or like a Guinness commercial, something where it's like uh, showing all these guys in like an English pub and they start singing. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) It's so good because it's just like all these hard looking English soccer hooligans. (laughs) Yeah, right. Dude, that's the first time I thought about that song or band, and I can't tell you how fucking long. And it's funny because I'll still go back and listen to Jim Blossoms or Matchbox Twenty. Somehow, yeah. the Savage Garden. Just, we're not talking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a huge difference. But, don't put don't but, put Jim Blossoms in the same sentence as Savage Garden. Come on, dude. Come thing. on, dude. Don't res- yeah. don't disrespect. The I don't garden. want this to don't devolve. disrespect Doug Hopkins. Those don't are not the same the, thing. The Garden. I don't want I don't, I don't want it to separate you boys. You will you will <laughs> over the, the You were gonna have to separate us the second we sat down I've got, in the seats. I next left to each other. you know, I accidentally I sh- I knew I should have brought this over. I left my cat spray bottle over there for the yeah, cat start. You need, you yeah, need I need that. to start spraying you on. You're what like you had Sonny on earlier. It's like Frank, you should have brought the gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it came and blasted. Yeah, it's I don't know, it's weird especially like in a genre genre of like hardcore or something i think people get so like tied up in 
Well, this isn't hardcore. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to get boxed in. Or, you know, yeah. there's a lot of rules, even though there's not supposed right. to be rules. And the uh, whole point is that there aren't any rules. There's a lot of rules. Have you have y'all ever wanted to do some something like not insane with qualifier, but doing like I don't know, add a synth to a song or something? I don't know. No, we're not yeah. that smart. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's we a good way the, to describe it honestly we don't have the brain cells for that but an, an egg shaker something you know i will say like Do you play the egg shaker Do you i probably could figure feature, it out dude? i could figure it out i kind of look at when i write songs i try to like think about it as like a book report like in that i want to give myself like a template of mm. um there's a subject matter or like kind of like a universe you can write this in but other than that do whatever you want right so like um you know for qualifier i really wanted my my goal was to write more linear songs that i you know i told myself i mean like 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 even though they're melodic and they're catchy um like more of a hardcore song structure not verse you know not intro verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus but like riff a riff b riff c we're Mm. done like there's going to be some songs like that that like just have a real linear structure they're not coming back to a chorus there's not necessarily a hook gotcha you know and even those songs that are like we're going to keep it short we're going to keep it fast and now that we've been doing it for a few years i'm you know i'm i'm letting myself off the hook of that a little bit more and more and like, well, let's keep that baseline, but like, you know, we can write some songs that let people know that like this is a band that maybe, you know, listens to Kid Dynamite, but also listens to the Jim Blossoms or like, yeah. you know, the average like, length of our song is probably a songs are probably a minute and a half. One of these new songs we've got is fucking three minutes long. Which is a new thing. And something that I didn't want to do from the jump. Like, the whole point of this band was, like, no three-minute songs. Yeah. Um, And now, you know, here we are, like, almost five years later, and that, you know, I'm breaking my own rule. But, um... Hey, man. Rules are meant to be broken. Yeah. So, I mean, eventually, like, you know, you got to crawl out of the box you make for yourself. But... It's true. um, I think it's good to have parameters. Parameters can be helpful. Right. Um, especially if you're like me and you're just, you're just not, not that naturally gifted at being like a creative thinker, um, then parameters can help you be creative within a certain set of limits. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you got these tools, you got these four tools now go make a thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm the kind of guy where it's like, you know, if you tell me to like go write a novel, I'll, you know, five years later, I'll still be on the first sentence. But if you tell me like, Hey, go write a novel about, you know, a street sweeper in Belfast, Ireland during the troubles in the 1960s. And like, I can, pump you something out right. in like two weeks andrew yeah. andrew's ashes yeah exactly like yeah you can <laughs> i can give you something yeah, yeah. um like you know I, parameters help like we sometimes that's, you know, that's what you need try to ride the line between punk and hardcore mm. yeah like so we'll have songs that sound like fucking i don't know fireworks sounds what like we'll have songs people are like that sounds like no effects and then we'll have more hardcore songs. Uh, most of the time, people come up to us afterwards and say, that sounds like Kid Dynamite or that sounds like Lifetime, which is pretty much exactly what the fuck we're going for. Yeah. 
But like somebody once described it, it's like they're probably the token punk band on a hardcore show or the token hardcore band on a punk show. Mm. Like yeah. it could go either way. Yeah. My my two favorite genres of music growing up in high school were probably like West Coast fat rec skate punk and like East Coast melodic hardcore. And so I think that most of the things I write are at least sort of a combination of of those two influences. Yeah. Um I always yeah. appreciated the melodies of like skate punk and, and obviously the speed and the energy too, but I always appreciated, I think even more like just the, the rhythm and the, the energy of like, you know, bands like, you know, strike anywhere or paint it black or lifetime or kid dynamite. And those like East coast Shout out Dan Yemen. or, or even, or even like, um, like early bouncing <laughs> souls records and yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. like that, all, they always had that kind of like chest pumping, driving. like yeah. driving rhythm and, yeah. and energy to them. Um, that was just very different from any other type, like the, like just jade tree at all you know mm. like like early jade tree stuff like just inquisition like all of it just had like they had like that real like distinct rhythm and energy that yeah um you say inquisition yeah the black metal band no um shit what am i thinking of man i'm tired um, <laughs> i mean if you want to write some inquisition, inquisition songs let's go yeah, let's do it i don't even, can't even think of what i'm thinking of now at this point <laughs> yeah but just like you know that that East Coast anything from like Virginia to New Jersey basically yeah. um, that those that like mid nineties to early two thousand sound yeah always stuck with me um, even like you know stuff like early saves the day and um, some of the like younger bands that came up listening to that stuff and then put their own stuff out mm-hmm. you know put like put out some records that made me go like yeah this is like it's catchy without being sugary mm. um it's fast without being abrasive you know it's it kind of takes all these different forms and throws them together and and makes it work yeah um and it kind of creates its own sound so i always appreciated that type of music but i always loved like you know your lag wagon no use for a name um just really really accessible fast yeah. punk music yeah um really just like songwriters like tony sly and joey cape that um we're able to write like super creative riffs and, and package songs in a way that were almost like radio rock singles, but in like a punk form. Yeah. And, and, um, I just, I don't know. I always love that type of music. Like, you just throw me on a Tony Hawk pro skater soundtrack and I'm, I'm happy. I'm yeah, a happy yeah. dude. Fuck. Yeah. Um, damn. We're at like 50 minutes here. Uh, what, uh, uh, roller coasters. I meant to come back to this. Oh yeah, yeah. What uh, I for up until like you want to come to Cedar Point with us? I mean, you knew oh, what yeah. Cedar Point was, so you were obviously uh, in the game. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the up. game. But like up until last year, I was like deathly afraid of roller coasters. And we, really, me and my buddies went to Dollywood. Okay. Some good rides there. Dude, yeah. I didn't tell them that I was. They were just like, should we go to Do-? like we were up in like Gatlinburg, and they're like. Do you all, do you all want to go to Dude, Dollywood? Dude, Dollywood's sick. Yeah. I was Lightning like, sure. Rod goes. That was the first rod. one we rode, and we were in it's line. I was like, I'm like, I'm not like a big roller coaster guy. Like me telling my friends that, and they're right. like, oh, Why shit. Why are you standing in line right. and kind of shaking uh, a little bit? Yeah, my buddy looked up the Lightning Rod, and he's like, oh, it's like the fastest wooden coaster in North America or whatever. Right. And I was just like, god damn it. But yeah, it was great. Dude, Cedar Point is 
straight up mecca for roller coasters. Like we'll, we'll go up there. We, we went, we did three or four years in a row where, you know, you can stay on fucking, you can stay on the, the grounds. They have like cabins behind hotels. They have cabins. So we'd get like a big group of people rent a couple cabins We'd grill out every night. We'd take a fuck ton of beer. Yeah. We'd we'd get in there early as hell, hit all the coasters five times, come out for lunch, pound a couple beers, go back and do it all over yeah. again. And then they stay open until like 11. So by that point, we've had dinner, got a bunch of booze in us. Yeah. It's, it's the most fucking fun time you could ever yeah. have. Just riding coasters all day because they've got so many, and if you, we typically try to go like off season, mm. so you can just over and over yeah. and over again, man. But uh, but yeah, there's there's King Kings Island is on the way. Where so is that? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, I don't know. So okay. we we've Basically. talked about planning a trip where we go up, hit Kings Island <laughs> for a day, okay, and then continue on to Cedar Point for okay. two days. But I don't know. We we've got to get back. The COVID fucked up mm. and him mm-hmm. starting to have kids fucked up our Cedar Point Damn, trips. Man, blame it on my kids. Damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Uh, but uh, my daughter will be old enough to ride soon. Nice. But no, I'm like, man, I'm about to just fucking. I can convince them. I can convince everybody to like mm-hmm. tour up to Ohio if I'm like. Let's go right. Let's just go. We'll play two shows, three shows on the way up, and then just Cedar Point the rest of the time. I had done a tour with an off date on the Fourth of July at Cedar Point, and I would be fine doing it again. Oh, yeah. So, did you like them now? Yeah, I'm into them now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, uh, my brother's, uh, my brother had a bachelor party like two months ago, and his we went to Disney World. Okay. And oh, yeah. we went to uh, Universal too. And uh, yeah, man, they're great. Yeah, they uh, they got the new um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, my ride. parents are down there right now. Damn. My mom's on her like fifth ride of it. They're dude. staying right by Epcot, so dude. she's texting me every night it's just wild. that she's dude. in there. Sometimes, somehow, it. I've never been to Disney World. I've been to Universal. It's worth but going never to. Never been to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. My mom was a cheerleading coach growing up, so I went to Disney World like once a uh, like for like a week every like single cheer. year. Cheer competitions. I'm and stuff. Cheer, yeah, I'm so. <laughs> Let's get this man some money so he can go to Disney World. <laughs> Crowd fun, baby. Buy some records. I got. There's a GoFundMe. Buy some merch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, do you guys? Do you have? Uh, what do you? What's qualifier got going on? We're about to wrap uh, this up. So. I think our bandcamp's qualifier.bandcamp.com. We're obviously on all the streaming, but tomorrow, I don't know when this is going to This will come out next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Not tomorrow, but next. So, a... hello future person. By yeah. now, hello. you have heard. A week after this comes out, uh tomorrow I'm announcing a fucking show here in Birmingham with Off of Their Heads. Damn. But I not know. a normal off with their head show. Yeah, there's there, a twist. So have you listened to the the Calm Collected record? Uh, I think I have. It's like it's not acoustic. It's like acoustic and electric. They almost get fucking experimental with it. Yeah. It's really fucking good. I mean, they're they're basically just doing different renditions of older songs. Okay, but it's really cool. Um, so they're they're doing that. It's, okay. They're traveling as a two piece, Ryan and Kyle. Okay. And uh, 
Although I've talked to Ryan a little bit, and he seems like damn near rejuvenated to mm-hmm. fucking be playing music live again with this shit. Cool. So I'm announcing that with us, Mood Room, and Bicycle Day. That's going to be at the Firehouse January 21st. Um, very, very, very fucking pumped for that. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, and then I think we've got one other show booked for... 2023 so far hopefully and, we'll be recording in the spring hopefully putting nice. some new things out yeah so uh that's that's about it like Hell yeah that off of their head show there's one in february i don't know should be coming soon after All right. it's gonna be good shit oh yeah um but yeah nice uh, that's about it cool uh yeah well kevin and, and andrew uh you had options but you decided to come over here and talk with me dude i was gonna ask i appreciate what the, uh, i appreciate that i was gonna ask what the name was and now it all makes sense mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I was like trying to think of a, a the thing a is cool that we, name. We, we didn't actually have options <laughs> i know so. you guys <laughs> our, are, our podcast I schedule mean, is remarkably light yeah uh, you guys you guys are legally <laughs> obligated to come do this i was like i was thinking a little like you had options is like especially in our case you had options you decided to devote your time to playing in a punk band that nobody mm-hmm. knows about yeah, yeah there's a, there's dude uh, you can whatever you want to interpret it, it, <laughs> it, it hey man I, yeah. I was curious i like that yeah, oh, thanks, yeah. Man. catchphrase there you go good. i love it right. thank you for oh, having yeah, us thanks oh, yeah. for having us over oh yeah bye everybody oh hey bye. We got merch. Qualifier on Bandcamp. You can get yourself a koozie and some shirts. A deviled egg. A deviled egg. A deviled egg. It's, it just, it's a paperweight. It's egg. paperweight. It's a paper egg. <laughs> egg. I offer you an egg in this trying times. Yes, sir. <laughs>